0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Amiga Ireland Trip Report, starring me, Boat, and Aaron. I'm his assistant. Yes. He's wearing the Amiga Ireland t-shirt. I'm wearing my Amiga Ireland badge right now. And um, so this is basically just sort of a recap of my trip over to Athlone. This is my second year, so it's not like I'm an Amiga Ireland rookie or anything. Let's start with, before we even get into that, let's start with your drive to uh
1: up to the airport yeah to your relatives home tell everybody what you have to do just to get to the point where you can so fly away just to
0: get to the point where i could drive to an airport that had a direct flight to dublin i had to drive approximately seven and a half hours uh-huh. and to where uh, this is to uh wilmington delaware uh-huh. just a hop skip and a jump from the great city of philadelphia i have Australia. been to
1: wilmington and philly
0: yeah and- Wilmington's no great shakes No. Um, But then again, it is Philly. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: not that far from Philly. Yeah. How long does it take you to get from one to the other again? Uh, About
0: 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's basically Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Uh, My sister is lucky enough to live in one of the suburbs surrounding Wilmington. Mm -hmm. Very nice neighborhood. Very nice neighborhood.
1: What does your sister do up there? She She
0: works for DuPont.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She is an engineer. So, so you left. Tell the people when you got left Hurricane for. I
0: left Hurricane uh, about ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I arrived in uh, Delaware about six o'clock uh-huh. that evening. Now,
1: I can't remember was there fog or was that in rain or was that on the way back? That was right? on the way back. Okay.
0: yeah, pretty pretty clear skies. Now,
1: tell people were you apprehensive or trepidate? Because I remember last year you were pretty nervous when you left. This, so the second time out, were you less nervous? Or
0: well, this year I had more of an idea of what equipment. I needed to take, yeah. I went back and forth sort of pre-trip on whether I should buy a bunch of equipment, and of course, in the grand boat tradition, yeah, I bought two or three hundred dollars worth of equipment, which I uh, received and then promptly sent back to Amazon. I knew you didn't, <laughs> didn't
1: tell me that yeah. I knew that
0: yeah, um, what I decided at the end of the day was I was like, listen, whoever is on the panel. The Yeti, the good old Yeti, strong and true, will be able to pick up each of them. It um, did. It did a pretty good yeah. job. Yeah, and uh, and so I didn't need to buy a whole bunch of extra equipment. I did pack a full extra suitcase full of nothing but recording gear for the trip, mm-hmm. and it turned out that uh, everything that I packed was necessary, so it was good.
1: Oh, good, because I I, I think your system was better than the house system that they <laughs> But but we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. So uh, your ride up was uneventful. You got on the plane and the next day you were off. This would have been what morning, what day? So uh,
0: Wednesday evening, Uh I departed from Philadelphia to uh, um, fly to Dublin about 6 o'clock. Right. And uh, I arrived at about 5 o'clock in the morning Uh in Dublin. And what did you do on the plane? Uh, Well, I I sat down and I informed my seatmate. Ah, uh, we did have an open seat. Most Transatlantic flights are three, three abreast. Yeah, and uh, there was an open seat against me, and uh, and so uh, we were we were, my, my seat partner and I both rejoiced in the fact that there was an open seat next yeah. to us. We we shared a moment of mirth. Yeah, and then I said, please tell the flight attendant that I will be sleeping during this flight and to not bring me supper. Yep. Then I p- quickly popped a couple of Ambien. Into the old noggin. Mm-hmm. You
1: went in stasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and I washed it down and uh, with, I closed some
1: Jaegermeister. Closed my
0: yeah. eyes. When I awoke, I was in the great Bam. land of Ireland.
1: Now let me ask you: Were you at the window or in the aisle?
0: Window seat. So you really had it all. I booked my f- flight long, long ago and was able to select my window seat. So you woke up and you were you were refreshed and ready
1: to rock and roll, and you I were felt, great. I felt great. That's great. So you got off the plane. What was the weather like? And he said it was super early. Yeah,
0: super early. Five o'clock in the morning. Still dark outside. I stumble out of the, the the airport. And I make my way to the bus station. Okay. Okay. Now you
1: did this last time as well, but this is a different town than last time. Oh, it? Well,
0: it was a, a, a different situation because I would booked my coach ticket in in advance. Uh, they called the bus the coach oh, over I see. there.
1: Okay. Wow. Good.
0: And uh, and so, but this time I was like, you know what? I don't know what time I'm going to get there. I'm just going to get there, make my make my ticket, and go. Uh-huh. So I made my way to the. Um, it looks like a toll booth where all the bus operators sort of hang out before yeah. you go. And I asked the bus operator. I said, "Where is the bus that goes to Athlone?" Yeah. And he said, "Well, it's, a, it's this 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 guy over here." And I said, "What time does it leave?" Yeah. And he said, "Hell, of I know, brother." And I said, well, "Thank you, sir." And I I, I vacated the, the station. They were becoming um, annoyed with me because I was asking. I asked more than one question. Mm-hmm. So I, I made my way to the uh, the sort of it's kind of an alcove. Where the bus is come pick you up from. I don't know if you've seen bus stops here on the canal, um, or it's, it's it's like the um, the Putnam County Mass Transit System, the Canal Valley Transit System. It's sor- sort of an alcove. Yeah. Made my way there. There was a ticket machine there. It was broken. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Those guys at the the shed were no help. The ticket machine was broken. But then I remembered that I had my smartphone and I'd paid AT and T for access to my data plan. Yeah. So I bought it. I bought a ticket online. And when the bus arrived, I just showed my ticket through my phone to the bus driver. Yeah. He accepted that yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And I, I boarded the bus, and it was a short uh, two-hour trip. It was the... Oh. They call it the X series. The X20 versus the regular 20 takes you to athload in only two hours versus three and a half hours in the normal.
1: So route. you were a good piece from the airport.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't
1: realize you had to drive. So if you, you think boat.
0: about... If you if you turn your hand towards your face... Yeah. And you look at your lower thumb knuckle. Okay. Okay, Okay, I meant your right hand. Yeah, sorry. Now turn your palm towards your face. Turn your... No, no. There you go. Now look at your lower thumb knuckle. Okay, yeah. Okay? That's where Dublin is. Yeah. Then find a spot closest to the center of your hand that you can. Yeah. And that is Athlone. Okay. Okay? Ireland. Eerily similar to the shape of your hand. Okay. Yeah. So, um, about two hours. The whole country you can drive across in four hours. Mm-hmm. So, Ireland. you went right in pretty much the middle of it. It's the middle. The you think they put the airport somewhere in the middle? Well, they put the airport closest to where most people live. I see. So, yeah. the po- population mostly lives near Dublin. True. Gotcha. True. Dublin Galway. Know. Yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. Um, and so, anyway. What did you on the bus? On the bus, I mostly I looked out the window and I chatted with the driver. The oh. driver was a delightful young fellow. But you said the guys were jerks. No, he was very nice. So this isn't the same
1: guy you talked to at the at this other thing.
0: No, no, no. no. This was the, this. The driver was very nice. He was he yeah. was born in England, but mostly grew up ar- around. I think he'd been in Ireland for the past ten years or so. And uh he he had a lot of kind words to say for Ireland. Yeah. And um and he, he basically gave me a tour of Dublin as we were pulling out of Dublin. So now you, how many people were on the bus? Uh but maybe about five. Mm-hmm. It was mostly empty. So you sit right up front. Right up front. If I don't sit it right up front, I get sick. Oh really? I'm one of those guys. Geek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you, three hours on this bus, two and a half hours, whatever. Right. You arrive in Athlone, and how, so by this time it's what 9 a.m. 8 a.m. Like All
0: right. 8 a.m. I arrive in Athlone, then I have to take the long trek from the bus station to where my my B and B is. Now is
1: this on foot or? This we, is
0: on foot. Okay,
1: how long is that?
0: Okay, uh, I I walk. How big a town is Athlone? Athlone, you know, I don't know population figures, mm-hmm. but it's a 10 minute walk from the train station or the bus station to where sort of the bridge that leads to Athlone proper is. So, so
1: cunningly, they put the bus station well out of town.
0: Absolutely. So I was hoofing it. Yeah. I was hoofing it. Luckily, this year, I uh, I like I said, I paid for data on my phone, so I was able to use the Google Maps to get to where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. Good so, thing you
1: had a signal. you have been bugged. Right, yeah.
0: exactly. So I crossed the bridge into Athlone. Yeah. You know, it's, at this point, I'm feeling very nostalgic because it looks just like it did last year when I was there. uh uh-huh. Um, and i make my way to my airbnb okay so i chose this Air, this airbnb on for two reasons one because chris folds will stay in there okay two because they advertised the full irish breakfast at a discount for Ooh. lodgers Okay. okay and i was like full irish breakfast that sounds like they'll probably they'll be open you know eight o'clock in the morning it's not super early mm-hmm. gosh no. no yeah so i was like i'll just even if i'm there early and my room's not ready i'll just have a nice breakfast Good idea. i'll, I'll chill bra- out yeah hour. i want
1: to hear what that is
0: yeah so i get there the place is shut up like a like a safe okay, okay. they don't open till ten thirty.
1: Okay. so the irish are a late rising but it's
0: eight thirty in the a.m yeah okay there, there is a picnic table, yeah. sort of randomly placed outside my establishment, that's so for, I, that's for suckers. I seat myself at the picnic table. <laughs> Meanwhile, the commuters are walking past me, giving me the old creepy guy glare. Like, what, are you, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing my travel clothes. What? sleeping tunic? Nothing else and uh, it, yeah, and so they, they, they're giving me the old the side eye, as yeah. they say. And so, um, so I'm like, well, this this can't stand. This cannot stand. Yeah. So I, I use my phone again, and I I go on thebooking.com where I yeah. I made my my and I I call the number, and this guy, hello, and I say, is this the Bailey? And he says, yes. And I say, I'm here, and I'm 15 hours early. Would you mind letting me in? He said, yeah. And I find out this guy comes out. He's very very kind. His name is Seamus. Yeah, it's a true Irish, yeah. Irish, Irish name, and he says your room isn't ready, but I'll give you this room that you can sleep in for a couple hours till we open up. And I say thank you. Sir. Wow, you got lucky there, eh? I got incredibly lucky because spending two and a half hours on that on that uh, that picnic table in my sleeping tunic that would have been no good. No, yeah, and so um, I sleep for a couple hours, then I come downstairs and I have this. Eggs Benedict to yeah. beat the band. Are you familiar with Eggs Benedict? I am, I
1: am, I am familiar with. Them. I'm never, I don't eat those, but I know, I know of. You're not
0: really an egg guy, I'm are not, you? I'm not. No.
1: Easter egg. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, jelly egg. beans. I yeah. Like those, yeah. Right.
0: Um, and then Seamus gives me a tour of his establishment. He is the proprietor, mm-hmm. and uh, he he tells me about all the things they've got going on. <laughs> And then he says you should go over to Sean's bar. It's the oldest pub in Ireland. Yeah. I remember this from last year. Yeah, so I remember, make my way yeah. over to Sean's bar. They were open. They were open. It was of course at this time it was 11:30 in the morning. Yeah. There was only two people in there there was a musician and the barkeep yeah. and he was talking about the gig that he played last night. I took a little video, you know, kind of zooming around and things. It was it was very nice. There was a fire, a real fire, not one of those fake fires like you get here in the states, but a real a real wood fire was burning. This par, this uh, pub has been open since the year nine hundred.
1: Awesome. Yeah, the awesome. oldest pub in Ireland. Me and my buddy looked up pictures of it. You while you were there, mm-hmm. we had a, We looked up the history and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, very cool. Very cool. <clears throat> And uh, the rest of the day on Friday, I basically spent walking around Athlone, and then I ended the day back at the B&B. Uh, Seamus clocked out, and he said, John, let's have a pint together. And he just sat down at the bar with me, and we drank some Guinness, and it was, it was a wonderful evening. That sounds evening. lovely. It that sounds lovely. And that, then, you,
1: then you checked into your B&B at yeah. that point. Now, how was that?
0: It was fine. It uh, was fine.
1: Uh, now, get to the point. Irish breakfast. How was it?
0: The next morning- I wanna see what's in this Came thing. back down for the Irish breakfast, okay. You've got multiple things that look like sausages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. But they're Suspicious not, looking sausages. Yeah, but they're not sausages. One is completely blood. Okay. It's cooked blood. Now, are you familiar with eating blood?
1: I do know that that is a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Not with me, it's not.
0: Not with you. Okay. So you're not, not personally eating the blood. No. no okay, percent. well there's one that's it's all blood. I think they call it the all-blood. Yeah. Okay. Makes and sense. Yeah. And it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of a hockey puck. Okay. But then, the blood is not liquid. No, it's, it's because uh, it's been cooked. That's right. Yeah. So it's cooked blood. So how was it? And it's irony. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Why would it's, you it's eat like that? It's like Morissette. And then you've got the sausage. <laughs> and then you've got eggs. Yeah. And toast. And they've got the thing in Ireland. It's called the soda bread. Okay. Okay. Soda bread is like toast but it's not because they call it soda bread, okay? Do they use Diet Dewdrop Extreme? They don't. This? They use, um. I'm not sure what they use, but they only give you butter. You know at Bob Evans, you get the jam, you get the jelly tree. I do like the jam. Yeah. yeah. I like when they give you the thing, they set it down, and it's got the multiple kinds. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you got the apple butter. Yeah, you yeah. don't get that in no, Ireland. They don't do that. Don't come expecting Bob Evans. Well, maybe this
1: place isn't that good.
0: That's true. Does that occur to you? How was it the room? It was
1: okay? The room was okay.
0: Have your own bathroom? It had the own the en suite, is what they call it in, in Europe. Okay. The ensuite. suite. I uh, had that, and the water was was, was warm on Friday morning, and I, I got out, and I was ready to face the day. So I went over to the, uh, the, the now hotel. This, you were just there for one night, right? I was there for three nights. Oh, that was there, That was night. it. Okay. That was nice. the place. Okay. okay, so I went over to the Sheraton. The Sheraton is where Amiga Ireland was. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I i had contacted Earla before uh, on Thursday night saying, hey, what time are you going to be there? I want to meet you there. And I set up all the streaming stuff. All right,
1: so this is where we're getting into it. Now. This
0: is where we're getting into it. All right. Earl has got the twelve hundred out there on the on the on the table. Yeah, he's like, it's time for the creative competition. Right. Okay. This is what
1: he's testing. Yeah,
0: it? he's testing it out. Nothing works. Oh, it's when all broken he, when from was the get go. When he work? was testing it, didn't work. The Amiga was not outputting the blue color properly. Okay, okay? I did not notice that during yeah. the street, so that yeah. clearly didn't give. Everything fixed. is that that spinach color. Yeah. Okay. Then he's like, "All right, we're going to shift some things over to the MacBook." He had this system on the MacBook where you had to do a three-finger swipe. In between, how many times have you done a three finger swipe? The triple? I don't think I've ever done one. The triple, it's crazy. And so he's like, you do the three finger swipe twice, then you press down twice on the on the numpad. I did the three finger then- swipe
1: one time at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, Without, oh, just the one time.
0: No, it's just a one time. I was desperate. I, need, I, I was so hungry. You needed the money. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so anyway, the creative competition did not go well. well.
1: I mean, now this is this is on setup this. When you guys practiced this before the event, it worked, right? Is that uh, why? Been- well, yeah,
0: it worked as he was demonstrating. So this to is
1: me. during the event because we watched this and we saw it didn't work.
0: So people started to filter in. Yeah. Right. I immediately tracked down. Um, I'm I'm looking for people to talk to because yeah. the Friday is not really there. It's the sort of official launch, but it's not really most of the most of the stuff doesn't go down until Saturday. So I talked to I talked to uh, Stephen Fletcher, the guy from the Commodore story. Yeah. And uh, and then anyway, I, I returned because he's like, all right, we're gonna start. Do the three finger swipe, nothing. Do the down arrow, nothing. Meanwhile, my other buddy, Seamus, this, yeah. yeah. this is Amiga Seamus. Yeah, it's a separate Seamus. Different Seamus. Uh he's he's going nuts because he's prepared all of this stuff and and nothing's going down. All
1: right. We I was watching this in real time.
0: Yeah. It was Yeah, and so- It was sad but funny. To use your parlance, we S-CAN the uh, creative competition, and we move on to the recording of the Amiga Ireland podcast.
1: Right. Because, oh, I didn't see. I didn't catch this part. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so the Amiga Ireland podcast very short. It's just kind of run down a couple of the the news events and things going on. Uh, Seamus is part of the Amiga. It's a, it's a ERLA and Rob and Seamus. Yeah, they, I listen, they,
1: I've listened. i a few of those episodes. Of that, yeah, yeah, they
0: form the core of yeah, the Amiga. They've been around Ireland for a while now.
1: They've been around for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Edvin has arrived. The uh, the Norwegian contingent has yeah. arrived, yeah, and of course they 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 come in and they're they're ready to go, yeah. So you know I'm talking to them, and the we just uh,
1: don't screw around. No,
0: no. I'll tell you who else doesn't screw around is the Czechs. Okay, the guys from the Czech Republic they yeah. roll in. Dami, I remember his name. There's a guy, his name's like Spern or something like that, and there's the guy that is the admin for Lemon Amiga. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So, Give him
1: get a good pat on the back. So uh, uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So apparently Kim Lemon has not been involved with Lemon Amiga for like a decade at this point. And this guy from the Czech Republic, has he's, he's been shouldering the load. Share the load. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's been doing it. Does he
1: do any of the uh, uh, Lemon... Uh, doesn't he do some of the Lemon Play stuff? Because it seems like I've heard of yeah. uh, an accent that's incredible. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So uh, anyway, I sit down with those three guys. And we talk about the um, we talk about what's going down in with the Amiga in the Czech Republic and growing up sorted of behind the Iron Curtain. Now,
1: did you tape this? Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So th- this is this is yet. this is
0: coming out next week. Oh, great. And uh, it's basically where I was like, "Why didn't you go to the computer store?" And he's like, "Listen, we were we were, it was bread and water yeah. back then. You know, there was no Amiga store. You yeah, go to they, the supermarket. They had It, rough over yeah, there. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was bad times. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to mention that the back at the creative competition. Edwin saved the day because what did happen was we had, there were some mods that were played yeah and we used do you remember the the web based mod tracker remember what that's yep. called I don't remember bassoon tracker yeah it was Edwin's like bassoon tracker Earl is like what he's yeah. like yeah bassoon tracker I'll because
1: that. that's the one that has a ton you can listen to a ton of mods right on it. but I'll you can, all can all also work.
0: upload yeah. local files yeah. Yeah. too so Edwin basically saved the day in terms you know, of the creative one, let me
1: ask you a question getting back to the creative just for a moment because mm-hmm. I watched this with an and. In fact, some of the people in the chat now were in the chat then. We were mm. watching this disaster. And I, we kept thinking to ourselves, why doesn't someone just get another computer? There's a thousand Amigas there and stick it on the thing. What was the problem there? That just, I mean, surely someone thought of that. I mean, we both talked about the, the fact that they could have just taken this stuff and put it on the Mac yeah. and bypassed the Amiga, as sacrilegious as that was. But could they have not just gotten
0: another Amiga? In, in the words of Bubbles, uh, PA, to Patsy and Adina, Who can say?
1: Yeah, because the one thing I couldn't figure out is like, even if I'm assuming this guy had like a uh, SD, uh, like a compact flash card in the Amiga 1200, pop that. I mean, literally, get the old screwdriver, pop it out because you guys struggled with this for like a good while
0: it was a long time you know and I know it was, it was tough time. we were I mean, all gathered around thankfully the art and the mods got played I was so and happy the, yeah. I was not the one in charge
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> I felt so bad for that fella yeah
0: you know. early you know he came through like a champ but after he so did. many years of Amigathon things going wrong and he yes. just don't yes. know what to do I was just glad to not be the one at the top of this the day so day. it
1: was sort of like when you were over at ARG's uh, uh, Thanksgiving thanks right you just sat there thank god yeah. nothing went wrong there because we would never Heard the end of it. So you you interviewed the Czechs and that one. Now you so you were often sequestered on your own for some of these. interviews. Well, this
0: was my plan for the, the 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 whole of Amiga Ireland. I really wanted to sort of get the global vox populi interview where I could interview all the Greeks, yeah. you know, and all the Germans and everything. Unfortunately, that did, that plan didn't exactly come to fruition because um on well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Please continue. We're on Friday.
1: You interviewed the Czechs. Yeah,
0: interviewed the Czechs. And everything is cool. So, Friday evening, it's time. The, the crowds have amassed. At kebab time, Chris Folds enters. Everybody's here. Edvin, Figgy, Pix, Chris, um, Anthony Jarvis. Let me tell you something about Anthony Jarvis. Yeah. He's given Retro Man Cave a run for his money in terms of smooth his voice. Oh, yeah. He is the man. No kidding. Okay. So, and I apologize. Oh, Rushi. Yeah, Got to meet Rishi for the first time yeah. on, on on Friday. So that was great. Yeah,
1: you had to, everyone, You had a, t- a ton of the Amigos buddies there. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Boss Man rolled in. Of course, when Boss Man rolled in, everything stopped and people just turned their heads. And, of course, we saw they Graham. Gave, it's yeah. funny. The
1: one we saw the most of was Graham. And, yeah. He just had to be drinking. Because I was watching a lot of this while I was at work. And so Graham would... Was- at one point, had just sequestered some of this table with a bunch of booze. That's right. So, so we all, yeah. We all talked to him and we were trying to control him. That's right. Do this, so, Graham. as
0: everyone was gathered around the, the creative competition table, you can see Graham solo in the shot back there, just pounding down the Guinness. Yeah. That's what so, it fantastic to see Graham there. He was chatting with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was great. So, Graham, all the crowd, we went for kebabs except for Figgy. Figgy chose wrongly. Figgy he chose to go with the Amiga Ireland crowd to the Indian restaurant. Listen, when Ravi, who is actually Indian, is like, this is no good. You know it's no good. So Ravi joined up with us, went on Kebab Town, we went to get the kebab. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. I saw, yeah. Oh, I forgot about kebab himself. Alan Kebab yeah. was there too. He had to go. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the kebab was not great. First of all, Alan Kebab didn't even get a kebab. He ordered a kebab when he got with some kind of curry. <laughs> so, this place was no good. Okay. Okay, the kebab was it was sort of a bust. However, it was cool to get out with the fellas, get around talking. We were talking about the royal family. We were talking about all kinds of nonsense. Yeah. So, that was fun. Oh, Martin, I forgot. Thank you, Edvin. I forgot about Reflection. Of course, Reflection was there, too. Yeah. He wouldn't miss one of these. You know, it's, it's an unknown fact that when the Amiga was first brought to Norway, they didn't really know how to market it, and DP himself went to visit Martin, Reflection, yeah. and sort of got some tips on how to, how to sort of spread it throughout the country. Really? R- not a lot of people know that. I didn't know that yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. So not only did Reflection sort of birth the cracking scene yeah. in Norway, but he also was sort of instrumental in getting the Amiga into Norway. Uh, and just on the whole, outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Let me now.
1: You, i know not was it. Was Dan was there as well, wasn't he? The, was oh he?
0: yeah, Dan was there. However, Dan, I, I think Dan went to the Indian place. Now the Indian place. There's a whole bunch of other stories that Figgy told me later on, including Dave Haney just falling asleep mid conversation. Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Poor he was out of it. He was tired. Now, let me ask you. I'm not. I don't do this to be a jerk. I just, I, I'm bad with
1: names, and he hasn't been on there that long. Who was the third fellow? When Retro Hour, that's joined in. Do you, I don't know his name. Was he there? They I'm, call
0: him. Um, he's the Dinosaur Pie, right? No,
1: that's not what. No, what? that's not even the same podcast. Retro Hour. It's it's Ravi, Dan, and there's the third guy that that joined in the past years. I so. don't know. You don't I know his don't name. Know. I was wondering uh, if he would have went there as well. I'm sure.
0: I'm the sure the some chat of the knows. chat will tell yeah. you. Yeah. But anyway, so that I, was.
1: God, your <laughs> leaps are just ludicrous.
0: Joe says Brock 101 in the chat. Joe Fox, thank you. Joe Fox. I knew I was. It was killing me. But yeah, I'm guessing he wasn't there. Uh, he was not there. Okay, he was not there. Okay. So anyway, I I returned back after you know Friday night. It's a it was a roaring success. Yeah, wonderful start. Yeah. Okay, well, except for all the failures. I go back to my hotel room and I'm ready for you know get a good night's sleep so I can wake up refreshed and ready for the first that really the the full day of Mecca Ireland, which is Saturday. Yeah. At about a you know, eleven o'clock, that's when the disco starts directly across the street in the dance, the 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 the, the nightclub. Right. Okay. Playing your favorite kind oh, music. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then, as I'm able to sort of, as you are, kind of, kind of absorb that into your brain, you go, okay, I can deal with this. I can say. Yeah, yeah, At three o'clock in the morning, that's when the lads come back. Yeah. Okay. Bar must close. Yeah, the lads come back. They're not ready for the dance party to stop. Yeah. They want to keep it going in their room. Yeah, so they're coming back, Bleh! just very, very loud. So I don't sleep at all. Did you not take
1: any of your mystery drugs
0: that night? I <laughs> should have taken my mystery drugs. Yeah, you dropped the ball. On that the would night. have been a great yeah. move. Yeah. So anyway, Saturday I'm very tired as I return to the Sheraton. Um, however, it was a good day. Uh, this was the day of the workshops. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I missed my good friend Dami from the Czech Republic, his uh, compiling workshop on uh, me. But that would have
1: been lost on you, Bo. Don't <laughs> lie. Don't act like you're like, oh, shucks.
0: You would have looked at that
1: and stared, much like carrier command. just like, what? What are we looking at?
0: But I did uh, catch, uh, I came in right in time for the Lightwave 3D um, the, the workshop, yeah. which was m- my good friend, Klerkos, yes. from, from, from Germany. Yes and uh, so I, I had all that and of course Pixels me and Pixels were sort of a unit yeah um, uh, sort of a moon unit as we we carried the the all of the recording equipment from one room to the other as things would would, would so they happen didn't,
1: they didn't station you in one area you had to go where the action
0: was right you know? because this year and it was smart <clears throat> on Earl's part in that he cordoned off like a, a one third section there was a temporary wall where the workshop people could actually talk and be understood yeah. without the Shadow of the Beast soundtrack drowning them that out that was a good was idea that. Yeah, it yeah.
1: wasn't much, because the workshops were actually, I mean, they were the best in terms of your interviews and the quality yeah. of the audio. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. So we did that, and then after the Lightwave uh, workshop, they brought on a guy called Mike. Yeah, uh, I'm sure the chat will tell me his last name, but he was a former music guy from Psygnosis. He did a lot of, inf- including oh, it's just
1: the fellow that did the uh, the, the uh, pro tracker. I workshop. did watch this. It was very that was very cool. Yeah, Mike Clark. Thank you, pigs. Yeah, Picks. he was he was out. He was awesome.
0: Yeah, and so um he did, uh, and it was so cool to watch him because you you saw our awesome you know creations at at, at a point last year, and this guy was like okay, and you just lay down a baseline like this, and you saw his hands move the lights. He t- yeah. and then yeah. and, and you saw him lay down all the parts it was amazing I was it watching was so this cool. live
1: as well with some guys in the chat and we was, it was a lot like the light wave thing we were just like this is too hard some of the guys can do are good at this I will say getting back to our Amiga we had much more participation in our song because There's a Nate guy that's true we only got three songs we got a bunch even the three me you and Brent did three songs so yeah they were horrible that's true I wasn't the songs I got done were good and the art was great too yeah. there was a lot of good yeah. art
0: so anyway we listened to Mike talk about you know um, you Pro Tracker and how to how to create a track on Pro Tracker that was good and then finally the last workshop of the uh, afternoon was uh, Pixel Vixen she yeah. came on I didn't get to see her I was a little bit nervous because it, you know Mike had done his where he was sitting behind a computer you know uh, facing us in the monitor and Pixel Vixen set up her monitor so it was actually facing out towards us. Right. And at first I was like, well, how are you gonna do this? Are you gonna be spinning around doing things? But no, she'd done such a great job at setting up such a structured uh, thing. And it wasn't like she was drawing in real time. She was basically just showing the various stages of creating pixel art on the Amiga. And I'm so happy that she left the CRT facing out because we were seeing the results on the projector and on the stream. But man, nothing pops in terms of colors like a CRT. The colors on that CRT just came alive when you're looking at that glass versus looking at the LCD. So I was so happy that she did that because it was amazing to me um, you know, how much of it is. And it really made me happy that, that I bought that, that CRT monitor because really these games and this art from this era was meant for the CRT.
1: You know, uh, Vicky, I believe someone said she's moving to Japan. Yeah, gonna soon. Yeah, she's going to so be teaching she, English. You don't know if she's going to be a, around it too many more of these. You never know. Right. And so, yeah, I, I, I I'm, that's what I'm going to watch. And I knew she'd done one, well, but I, I had to leave to go home when she was setting up.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: it looked good, though. Yeah. It sounded. It sounded, It turned out pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So after that was over, then um we came back into the uh, and while Pixel, uh, Pixel Vixen was going on, it concurrently was when Tenmark was doing his interview with Trevor Dickinson. Right. So I was sort of listening to that with one ear as. I was watching Pistol Victoria. That, that's
1: what was getting streamed while you guys were doing your recording.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And uh after that, uh, it was about time to get set up for the big uh panel. The now, big main event. Yeah, now explain the, the, this to the people. This this was one of the great uh um you know, Erla and I have been talking about this for months. Because
1: you sent me that email, you were this was gonna be a, a huge discussion, wasn't right?
0: That? So at first I was like, why don't we get me and Dave Haney and Dave Pleasance and Trevor up there yeah. and have a talk because Earl had told me there are three house mics and so we can we can get four of you guys up there and you can use like the podium mic.
1: And at one point it was even going to be more than that, wasn't it? it, it, it it's early on. You, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, um, and then at the last minute he comes in and he's like, all right, we're ready. Who do you want? And I was like, well, you know, Trevor's already been on. He just did an hour on the floor. Yeah. Dave's going to be on after us. So why don't you just me- give me all right, Pleasant, Dave Pleasance. I was like, why don't you just give me Dave Haney? Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll give you Dave Haney. So I get up there, and of course, you know, we get the mics. None of the mics have any batteries. <laughs> <All right>. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, great. I get Dave up on stage, and we're just sort of looking at each other.
1: Yeah, the first 10 minutes are just like it d- was, dumbery. It was, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it was, it was very awkward. And I almost fled. Um, But but anyway. It's not your fault. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. So anyway, just to get the ball rolling, before I even get the mic, I was like, so where'd you grow up? He picks up the mic, and he just goes, "Yeah, Dave Haney is a pro. He's done a few interviews. I'd He's a pro. Yeah. Uh, he started going, and man, it was the easiest interview in the world because I'd just pick it up and I'd be like, well, what did you think about this? Boom. 20 yeah. minutes. I love yeah, I and love how that. How about this one? Boom.
1: See, I, and, and the things and, he was talking about, I mean, I love that the, it, because it was right up my alley. For instance, the Jersey guy. Mm-hmm. And then, but talk about his early work. And so I just, uh, you the know, I, I, haven't listened, I haven't listened to a ton of, of interviews with him, you know. I mean, obviously, everyone knows who he is, but I I enjoyed that. And when he started talking about the Exidy and the C-16, again, that was tickling my ARG uh, funny bone there. So I was really enjoying it right there.
0: Of course, then the mics started screwing up again. Mm -hmm. Go on. So what happened? Well... You know, we get about thirty minutes in, and I plan on going minimum one hour. Yeah. With Dave, minimum one hour. Yeah. Um, because Dave's got a lot of stories, and I've got a lot of things. I've got a whole list of questions Bo that people have answers. Weeks. Yeah. yeah never I, you know, I, and, and I love talking to people. Uh, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. I'll sit there and talk to you. I get the signal from Erla. He's like, rat him, rat him. he's giving me the hand signals, the, and the, I'm
1: like, the urgent, rat right, rat right.
0: And what I come to discover is that, that Dave Pleasants and uh, Dan Wood have reserved the f- uh, 5 o'clock hour, I believe, for the uh, Friend OS presentation. So Dave gets right up to the point where he's getting right into the meat of things. Yeah, The launch of the A2000, which was the first Amiga that he really had his hands in. Yeah. And I said, "Well, Dave, we gotta go. I'll see you next time." Yeah, you could see he was stunned. Yeah, I was he, like, "Oh, yeah. trust and me, so, we were in the
1: chat at that time. We were all like,
0: oh. Right, <laughs> and so uh, at that point, um, you know, I'm just I'm sort of demoralized. Uh, I feel like everything that I've come here for has been a waste um, because anybody can set up a camera and taught you know in tape workshops. Yeah, you know, anybody can do that stuff. Uh, I, I really felt like um, you know, lots of people had, had contributed to the cause for me to get to sit there and, and, and talk to Dave and have a real deep conversation with him and what I should have done was grabbed him right there and said hey Dave let's go into the next room over in the workshop room where there's nothing going but on but you
1: couldn't do that could you
0: I couldn't do tell, that
1: tell people why well there are two big reasons where were they
0: the first big reason was that you know um, DP and Dan wanted everybody to stay in the room they wanted everybody there to see the uh the friend of us that. workshop. That was another reason. Okay. Yeah. Um the second reason was that I, I, I wanted to go to Mass. I had to go to Mass. It was Saturday night.
1: But it was also you was it was near time to tear down.
0: Yeah. And it was also getting time to go because yeah. the way that I'd planned this is as soon as I finished the interview, I was going to take everything down because other than the um the finals of the game competitions, Amiga Ireland was over at that yeah. point. And so and they you know, had a
1: hard deadline to get out of there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I I was taking stuff down and stuff like that. And um and so and as I was taking stuff down, you know, we got out of the way as soon as we could, and as I was listening to uh, Dave and, and Dan talk about Friend, I was like, you know, and this is nothing against Friend and, and all of the, the stuff that they're doing over it, there. Yeah. It's all fine, but it's not really Amiga and it's not really what the people that came to Amiga Ireland signed up for in my opinion you know it it felt a little bit like going on vacation and being forced to listen to the timeshare presentation at the end of things (laughs) um
1: i i didn't get they didn't broadcast the ending of this well they 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 didn't
0: broadcast it because i was the only person that was doing any broadcasting i see so there was no there was no one that got this on their phone no and um and and actually dave sent me a message on facebook he's like uh can I have the video of the uh, the like Mr. Pleasance? Yeah, Mr. Pleasance. Yeah. He asked me. He it was like, "Can I have a video of the friend talking? And I said, "Well, I'm sorry, Dave, but I, you know, I was packing up and I didn't record it." And he said, "Well, I was assured that it would be recorded." And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, and and maybe he's found it. Maybe there was somebody else that I wasn't aware of." Yeah, and he I checked YouTube today. I, I do hope that that it was recorded because uh, I would hate for him to to not have that recorded because he did go in depth with everything that they've been working on and things like that. But um, at the same time, you know, I just felt like I it was it was a wasted opportunity to have Dave up on the main stage. He was around all weekend, but a lot of guys that come to Amiga Ireland are your typical nerdy guys, and they're not going to want to go out of their way. You know, they revere this man, and they're not going to want to approach him. And, and and me, you know, being able to interview him and ask him questions was a way for them to be able to interact with him indirectly. And so it was it was just
1: it, I, will, I will say Mr. Pleasance and Dan's defense on this. That they they were at the mercy of scheduling like anyone else, and so that's right. It was just bad time. It was not. It was
0: not David Pleas, Mr. Pleasance, or Dan's fault that they just happened to follow this. It was. It was the fact that there was a time set for. Uh, Dave Haney to talk, yeah. and then after that, it was just, their their time to come on. Yeah, and I'm not saying anything bad about Friend OS or anything what about what they're doing. It was just a shame that we we got a late start with Dave, that yeah. we had technical difficulties at the beginning, and then that we were we were just sort of cut off. Probably, at the in,
1: end. and for future reference, bring a guest of that magnitude and, and Mr. Pledges, maybe start, start those midday. Or that's something, right, you know, that's right. Uh, because that was just a, that was just, and again, the the hard and fast deadline to get out of there means there's no wiggle room right you know and this right. happens in a lot of these things I've seen this happen plenty of times that's right
0: and it's you know and, I, and it's it's hard to you know Erla is one of the nicest gentlest souls I've ever met in my life and he's trying to do everything he can to make sure everybody's having a good yeah, time I, mean,
1: and it, I, I thought it was a, a, a big success
0: he had yeah. it, it was the it was it was seriously it was so much better than last year and last year was amazing yeah um, you know, there's. There, I wish him nothing but the best for the future. I will say that this is probably the the final Amiga Ireland that I will attend, not because the event is bad. It's just because it's it's a long journey. It's a long journey, and even though I I was so happy to have the trip funded through GoFundMe, um, you know, I still had to take every single personal day that I had off work to be able to make this happen and um i would really like to instead use that that time and that energy to visit some of the shows that we have here stateside with you because uh people want to meet you and we can go as a team and uh and it, it can just be a lot of fun that way too well i
1: you know uh I thought the, uh, the iron. I the iron thing was. It looked great. It looked like they had a lot of fun. It was so
0: good. And, and, he, good and so anyway, let me finish. So after I, you know, I went to mass at Saint Peter and Saint Paul's, the big cathedral there. Oh and, yes, how uh, was it? That was nice. Well, it's interesting. The church is beautiful. Yeah. They look great on when you see the other um, pictures of it. But Catholicism has has taken a, a turn in Ireland. You know, you think about uh, Ireland being this, this, this big Catholic country, but um, Mass is is not well attended, and uh, and people are just sort of they come and they're in a hurry to get out. And it was it was um, it was it was sort of demoralizing, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> That's I, all you <laughs> needed. Yeah, demoralize <laughs> the church. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, People were were saying, but anyway, Mass was okay. We, we got out of mass and I, I met the crowd. Chris Folds had this idea to uh, to go to Chinese. Yeah. Okay, this was entirely, so Chris Folds joined. Yeah. And uh, and so everybody, all the amigos met. It was, um, and I don't want to try and name them all, but I think there were 13.
1: I think, I think Rushi didn't get to go. Wasn't there a couple people that didn't, yeah, get didn't
0: get to go? Yeah, Rushi didn't get to go. But it was, I think it was everybody except for Rushi was yeah. there. Um, and I think there were 13 of us I think total. Rushi had
1: his, had his kid. Yeah, he head.
0: had his family there. It was a, It was a different deal. But anyway, uh, we were at this Chinese restaurant for two hours and 45 minutes. And Chris Folds had the idea of the night. He's like, listen, nobody order anything. What we're going to do is we're going to order the set menu for all of us. So everybody pay like 30 euros, and they're just going to keep on bringing out food for the whole night. And that's what they did. And Chris was like, listen, give give me the set. He, he was speaking their language and they were like, all right. And they just kept bringing out food. We were passing it around. Of course, Figgy, anything that didn't get eaten, Figgy was on it, boom, oh, boom. You know those Norwegian guys, they can eat like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. So um, anyway, I salute them. we had a fantastic dinner. I was talking to everybody. I was right in the middle of the table. I was in between sort of the European guys and the Scandinavian guys. You that know, was the, a great picture. Western, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. It was so much fun. And um, and then after that, we all went over to Gertie Brown's. Gertie Brown is the traditional meeting place for the end of Amiga, Ireland. Got to say goodbye to all the folks. Then I went back to my room fearful that I would be unable to sleep. However, I'd had a word with Seamus earlier in the day, and I think he passed the word along because I had silence that night. Nice. So Seamus came through in the classroom. Good for me. to have
1: friends in high places, yeah. eh?
0: I was able to uh, sleep uh, well on Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, Chris Folds, we loaded up the Folds mobile, me – Folds, Alan Kebab and Pixels of Dawn. Back to the airport. Nice flight home. Here I am.
1: Now, of course, you had a treacherous drive. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the here and the there. So, so overall, it sounded like a pretty good trip. Bro. Absolutely. A few, every trip's got a few fumbles in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so I would like to, one more time, thank all the fine folks that donated to the GoFundMe to send me back to Amiga, Ireland. I want to thank Michael nietzsche uh, Jason Warns, Edvin Helen, Chris Folds, John Norris, Ephraim Juniston, Ian Griffiths, Graham Bebke, Gary Heather, Vicki Lamburn, Martin B., Edvin Helland again, Paul Harrington, and Chris folds yet again.
1: It's fun to look at these names and know that they're—I've never heard their real name. And right? I'm gonna guess who they yeah, are.
0: Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys so much. Like I said, um, it was—it was an experience that I don't think will ever be equal in that in that same way. It's amazing. When you're just sitting down, it's like, yeah, I'm talking to Chris Folds, and it's like, it's Chris Folds. He's not just some guy on the internet, but he's there yeah. right in front of you. I'm talking to Graham Vebke, and he's there right in front of you. You're very fortunate, yeah. But, and it,
1: it is awful, awful nice that people uh, kicked in on that. I mean, it's it's a lot to ask, and they and they did it, and were smiling and happy, and they and you guys had a good time. I, I think it's dandy. You know, yeah. It's a, a real good experience. You did a good job representing us over there. Well,
0: I tried. <laughs> I tried. Because you really
1: can't do a bad and job. And,
0: you know, it, one of the things that I'm looking forward to when we go to some of these stateside events is that I won't have any responsibilities to do re- recording or anything like that. And so I'll be able to cut loose a little bit more. And uh, and we'll have a good old time, hopefully, at VCF and Oh, no, I'm like going to sign
1: us up for a bunch of responsibilities. You just, just oh, yeah. load them down on my yeah. back. Yeah, we're going to be interviewing people. Who would we interview that are you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean really in America there's really no one worth interviewing no there's anymore. nobody I guess there's we nobody get here Dave and the guys the same people that were over there <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah so yeah, you know, hopefully you can hook back up with Dave at some point and get a proper interview
0: I'm hopeful that uh, you know I sent him a, a Facebook message I was like listen you know whenever you whenever you feel rested it would be great to sort of pick up where we left off and and continue on so hopefully that'll happen But uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this Amiga Ireland Trip Report, and we will see you next Friday with a live on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming with a new episode of Amigos, or we'll see you whenever we do on your favorite podcaster. Until next time, Adios. adios.